Hey, Rick, how you doing, man? Good, brother. How are you guys doing? I'm good. I'm actually, uh, we're live right now. We're recording. Oh, cool. We're already recording. All G- right, good. GSD, dude. We don't have time. We don't have time. <laughs> I'm like, God, no foreplay right into it. Okay, I'm ready. I got you, man. What you need? Well, Let's first, do this. Well, first, first, how you doing, man? It sounds like you're doing really well. You know what? We are. We're doing all things considered. I don't know if it says anything about me, but I really thrive when there's chaos and crisis because it gives me problems to solve. So. I've heard that about you. I've heard that about you. The, <sighs> the myth is legend now. The myth is legend. Yeah, well, listen, I'm not sure that's a great personality quality because I certainly don't want to try to create chaos to you know, <laughs> find problems to solve. But you get it as an entrepreneur. It's like when there's a challenge and there's things to solve and and uh, things to really dig in and work on, you know, that are, that are pressing. Um, it's fun, you know? And yeah. so as much as this is a tumultuous time, I'm fine. The business side of it to be like a, a really healthy and welcome reprieve from all this stuff. Right. So it just gives me something to dig into and, and focus on other than the news and all the social media feeds that might drive you nuts. So right. yeah, that's my take on it. Right. Love it, man. Love it. Well, I don't know if you know this, but I've created a podcast specifically for helping fitness studios through COVID-19 and what's going on, different ideas. And that's what we're on right now. Is this the first time you're hearing of it? If, if so, it's okay. It started three days ago. <laughs> yeah. You know what? It is because again, I've had my head in the sand just kind of working on things we're doing. So no problem. Absolutely. First I've heard of it, but it's a great, great service and I'm really glad you're doing it, man. Yeah. Yeah. So we're, this is episode 39. So we're uh we're three days in, we're thirty nine episodes in, and basically God, what I'm GSD is is no joke, man. Good dude, grief, look dude, at you. It's Love not. It, man. I don't like to just say it, dude. I I don't like it just because the t shirt <laughs> feels good. It's a it's a it's a meeting that means good, right? So That's right. so listen, man. Um, all these episodes they're geared towards help people out with things I hear that people are doing that are working. It's proven. It, it seems to be doing well and. You know, here's what I got. In, you said you're selling your online option right now, right? Which normally you're a physical option. You're selling your online option for $1.99 a month. You said you're selling it well. Uh, I responded back saying, have you sold new members into it or just existing members? You said, we've increased our marketing spend to feature virtual. Also, we've p- uh, petitioned to stay open in our locations because we are personal training and we won. So I encourage all of you to explore every opportunity to stay open as long as you adhere to social distancing and proper cleaning procedures. So, so right now you are, you do still have open locations where people can physically go to it, but you also have an online option for those because you have many locations that you're dealing with, right? Yes. So yes. So in, in short, you know, our brand is now more personal training. We're not doing large groups or classes or boot camps. And of course, in this instance, it's really advantageous because we were um, you know, bars, restaurants, just like a lot of people, you know, we're not, we're not full on quarantine just yet. It, it, it may be coming and we're just trying to play this uh, hour by hour, to be honest. But for now, bars, restaurants, gyms, studios closed. And then we petitioned with our, we're, we're doing, it's almost city by city, right? And so we petitioned where our facilities are to say, look, um, we're not, a typical studio, we are adhering to the, you know, in some cases, even less than 10 people, certainly less than the CDC's recommended of 50 people. Mm-hmm. And we're not doing classes and we're practicing, you know, social distancing. People are working in their own space with their own set of equipment, which gets fully cleaned, mm-hmm. you know, between each session, um, you know, showing a few pictures of the layout and what we do. And they gave us the okay to, to keep going. So, I don't know. You know it's certainly not a guarantee that everyone's going to get the same answer. I'm just sort of imploring everyone not to just 
to throw in the towel too soon. Right. 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 And there's the, there's that conundrum that, that can put you in. And I've gone through this as well, where, you know, are we contributing to the problem if we remain open? Is it our social responsibility to close? I think that's only a decision that each, each individual business owner can make. Mm -hmm. All I'll say is that certainly in, in our setting, you know, we feel like we're okay. Um, you know, staying open because we're practicing the right social distancing. We're not high-fiving. We're taking every precaution that we could. And I will say the clients that are choosing to come in are so thankful that they have a place to go right now to get a little bit of socialization, even if they're not getting close to each other, and just to have a healthy outlet for this sort of pent-up anxiety. So, again, that's on everyone. So for us, um, you know, we feel okay doing it. And if you feel the same way and you feel like you have a product that you can run with integrity and not you know, contribute to the spreading of this thing, I would say go to whoever, you know, city, state, you know, county, whatever you're in and, and apply and see if you can get some kind of a rider for your type of business model or switch your business model. You know, like if you if you're running a, a boot camp type business, go to small group training. I mean, do something right. right. And just just don't throw in the towel. So many folks are just like, oh, you know, doom and gloom. This thing's over. Like it's over for me. And I'm like, no game on. Like you're going to have to pry me out of here. Right. Literally with a crowbar and and probably an M16, but I I wouldn't do, I'm not saying that flippantly again. I'm not, I'm not contributing to the spreading of this thing or don't want to, but if I feel okay that I'm not, then I'm really not just apt to just close unless I fight it tooth and nail. So I would just say anybody listening, like, look, man, really look at your business model. If you can tweak it and you can continue to stay open, do it. Yeah. Now, out of curiosity, like I, I, I know obviously you're still doing the in-person too. Do you have online options right now as well? Yeah. And actually we're, that's what we're selling to, that's what we're taking to market for new clients because, you know, it'd be silly to go to market with an ad saying, Hey, we're still open because you know that by the time that thing hits, yeah, we might not be, and we just don't know. And so, but what we do know is that we do have a very viable online option. Now, luckily we already had an app. Um, and, it, and it was essentially built mostly for online training. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, the great thing is we had this tool already there. And so for us, you know, to, to advertise online training, we just needed to build a more robust product offering. Right. right so right. I knew I knew that maybe we weren't in the right mindset when about two weeks ago we could see this coming. And I said, hey, man, we're probably going to have to lean into virtual. And one of the guys on our team said, well, I'm not sure people are going to pay what they're paying now if we're just going to throw some workouts in the app. I'm like, ooh, okay, we're not in a good headspace to sell this, right? Right, right. So right. we retooled it and we met. You know, we've meeting. We've been meeting three times a week with our entire team, uh, the franchise size team, and the brick and mortars, and just getting everyone to break their belief systems and to buy into how much time and expertise and coaching and what kind of service. Um, you know, sweet, we're going to put into this online product so that we could feel good taking it to market. And quite honestly, Mike, by the time we put it all together, we felt like 199 is probably underselling it. Mm-hmm. You know, if we keep this, I mean, again, the silver lining is now we have another product option that we can keep in our gym for remote. It's not something we'll probably sell a lot of, to be honest, but at least it's it's all tidied up now, right? And did this turnkey package, I would actually take this to market more at like 499 a month. And just because there's so much work and expertise that goes into custom program design, you know, in doing an, uh, a virtual, you know, session with someone to find out their goals and what type of equipment they have and just all the effort that goes into 
and the expertise, right? The, the hours and hours and certifications and education of everyone that's involved in putting all this together for them. There's real value in that. So 199, I think, is a steal. But yeah, we're taking that to market as an actual virtual play. Um, and we're having good success with it. I mean, there are a lot of people who are excited to have a virtual option. And when they find out what all we're going to do um, for them, you know, they're, they're excited. And we run a real simple Facebook ad. We're not tying any automation or anything to it. And we're just saying, hey, we've been in this community for 30 plus years. You know, we've been in business for that long. We want to help the people in this community. That's why we opened here. And here's the way that we can do it right now. And yeah. it involves this. And so, yeah, it's been well received. So talk to me about how you're selling it. Like, let's say you get on the phone with someone right now. And uh, you, you obviously you have an ad out there. The ad is is mentioning that it's online vir- virtual training options, I'm assuming, right? Yes. Okay, cool. And are you mentioning anything as far as like um, – like I know there's there's different ads out there. Some people are mentioning like, hey, because of this pandemic, you know, you or, or you may have a hard time getting to a gym that's open or want to work out from home now. Are you mentioning that at all? Or are you just acting as if you have an online option and this whole thing doesn't even exist? No, we are addressing the issue and that we've had brick and mortar businesses for a long period of time, mm-hmm. but that we also have a very dynamic online version, which is basically bringing the best practices of our brick and mortar to their home and doing it in probably even a more personalized manner. And I don't, I'm not exactly sure of the wording, but it speaks to that, like even more personalized than that and how we've been in the personal training game for so long and the level of expertise and all the things that we can do. And we're sensitive to what's going on. We want to help our community and we're bringing this amazing product to market. Um, all the things you get in the gym and then some for only one ninety nine a month. So we are addressing what's going on and saying, as a result of this, we've taken this super dynamic, you know, service and we're bringing it right to your home with this amazing tech tool. Love it. Love it. it. Okay. So then let's say I I go, okay, great. I'm I'm opting in. What's the offer? It is. um, Yeah. So there's really no hook other than the fact that it's virtual training based on what's going on at 199 a month. So, so no like a saying, free like, session. There's no seven days free. There's no, there's none of that. Now we are doing like a free, what we're calling a free fitness consultation. So we're just jumping on the phone with someone mm-hmm. and we can do that. If they're tech savvy enough, we'll do that via zoom or, you know, FaceTime or however they want to do it. Really. Mm-hmm. We're just allowing them to pick the easiest tech platform for them. And we use them all. And so we'll jump on the phone and just talk shop with them and, Cause there are people that are like, you know, I just need more information, right? Yeah. Like, I'm not sure. I think that's one of the choices we just get a simple ad. Like, yes, I want this. Um, or I'm not sure I want to talk more, you know, tell me more. And then we just jump on the phone and, and you know, it's nice to see someone's face, right? right? Right. And just tell them more about what we can do, what it's going to cost, what the deliverables are, which we already described. They just want to hear it. And they want to tell us about their goals and that they don't have any real equipment at home. Is that going to be okay? And we say, oh yeah, absolutely. Here's what we can do. That type of thing. Got it. So the so, sales funnel isn't fully online where they'll see it. They buy it. And the next thing you know, you got a member, they, they basically opt in and then you get a, a actual human being getting on the phone with them and explaining their options and getting them in the program. Right. Yeah, and that could be just also, Mike, from our standpoint, it's so new. Yeah, you know, that we don't. I really think it's good. That's the way I would do it. Spill. It's like because I, you know, and I think you would agree with this. Like speed is key right now Absolutely. because it changes so quickly. So we just wanted to get something out as quick as we could, and we're like, all right, forget it. Instead of tying all this automation to it and creating funnels and this and that, let's just let's just get an ad up and running, and then if they throw their hand up, we have the time right now. We have our entire staff. You know, we're running on about 60% capacity in the gym just because a lot of people are just choosing not to get out and about. 
So it's like, okay, great. Well, we've got the manpower. Let's just get on the phone and uh, what better way, right? Yeah, I 100% on the phone agree. Within minutes. I mean, okay, I like cool. it. I like it even without the pandemic. I like getting on the phone and selling them options. You know, I, I think it works better unless you're low cost or, you know, you, you definitely have a brand around what you do. Uh, and not, not saying like you, but I mean, a brand around that specific offer. Everyone knows it. Think of like $5 footlong. Like everyone knows $5 exactly. footlong. But you guys aren't known for that. And you're going to tailor a workout program based on someone's schedule, their goals, and what they've got. I'm assuming, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's it's actually, in a lot of ways, it's more personal than what we currently do, right? Because we've got these programming principles and rules, and we've got a really nice play to get somebody from the door to the right version of what we've already built. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's sort of like the, the behind-the-scenes talk that you and I would have where, like, we all kind of need the same types of exercise. We just apply them differently to different people, different volume, different weights, different, you know, uses of them. But this is true personal training. That's where we, that's where we really built that value where it's like, Hey, it's all about you. Tell us who you are, what your injuries are, what your goals are, what type of equipment do you have at home? And remember we're holding them accountable. So again, we've got this tech tool, but you could do it in different ways. Meaning when we design these workouts for them, you know, say it's three times a week as a basic example, if they do or do not execute the workouts based on what we've scheduled for them, we're getting a ping either way. Like, congratulations, you did it. Or like, hey, this person didn't complete this workout. At which point we'll reach out and be like, hey, why didn't you do the workout? They're like, oh, my gosh, they're all over me. Or if they said they have nutrition goals, it's like, all right, we're going to have you log food. And the app pulls in my fitness pal. It's like, great, great. So now we're food logging. But anyone listening to this, they could do the same things. It would just be more manual or mechanical. You know, hey, I want you to track your food on a Word document. Send it to me by Wednesday. Just put it in your schedule. If you don't get it by Wednesday, you reach out to them. Right. And then we're doing a phone call with them once a week. So again, we're jumping on another Zoom call, looking them in the eye and being like, hey, how's it going? Are you sore? How's this working? And they're like, hey, let me see, you know, show me the form on this on this one exercise. I know it's video driven, but I wasn't really sure. It's like, all right, we'll do it for me. Okay, no, you need to do it this way. Or no, put your other foot forward. Wow. And so it ends up being almost more personal than what they get in the club. Yeah, yeah. Different experience, but almost more personal. So it is worth a lot. Right. Yeah, absolutely. And, and you know, scheduling wise, it's a lot easier for them because they, they don't have to find a spot where they can work out with the trainer because you're not necessarily doing live workouts on the one on one. You're you're basically giving them workout routines and then videos to follow. Right. Yeah. it's a, And ours, again, we're lucky we had this tool already. It's all video driven. So when we design the workouts for them, it's the videos are already there. Right. Attached to the exercises. If not, you know, if you're a coach, you could easily shoot the videos or you could literally demo live for people mm-hmm. in that in that session and say, hey, here's the things I want you doing. Right. Right. And right. have them have them perform it back to you. And one thing that we've had that's been interesting, Mike, this will make sense to you because you've got kids is a lot of people said, hey, you know, can you give me some workouts that I can do maybe with my kids? Yep. Which I thought was really interesting. That's something that we didn't consider. Um you know, programming, but that's really easy to do. It's like, even if the kids become the resistance, right? Like, okay, hold your kid across your chest and do this squat and they'll laugh and have a good time. So Rick, if you, if you actually look at my Instagram story from yesterday, uh, we did a workout from home with the whole family and my youngest daughter, Lucy, who's three years old and also in the 17th percentile in weight and height. So she's very small. Um, my wife was basically using her as weight when we were doing exercise that had to do with like lunges oh. and squats. So we were had, it was me, my wife and my three daughters. And uh, yeah, we were basically doing an entire F45, 45 minute workout. So no, it was fun. We had a good time. They, they enjoyed it. I mean, we're even doing more stuff with the kids that ordinarily we wouldn't do. Normally that's separation from the kids. 
So mm-hmm. there, there are some like pros to this. You know, we had a good time, me, me and the family last night. It was actually kind of like a, a new experience without it being something that we leave the house for, you know? Yeah. And I mean, imagine we're getting like, you know, fun pictures that they're sending us through the app of them holding their kid and their kid is just dying laughing because they're probably half being tickled while they're oh, yeah. trying to be held to do some kind of a squat. And they're like, hey, this is way more fun than we thought. Kids are <laughs> loving it. I'm like, how cool. I mean, again, silver linings, right? But it's so cool that this is happening. And so I'm sure there's a lot more that we're going to learn as we continue to service this in the coming weeks. But so far, it's been very well received. Like I said, we upped our marketing spend. So even from what we do normally, and you know Atlanta is a little bit like your area, Scottsdale, it's a busy market. So it's expensive to get leads Mm. for training. And right now it's just a little bit less expensive. And so it sounds a a little savage, but there's less competition. And I certainly wish all my local competitors the best. But at the same time, it's like, hey, man, all's fair in love and war. And we are turning up the heat. So, you know, when this thing does... Um, come to an end whenever that is if anything we're going to have a better a bigger market share and certainly be known for the the efforts that we've put out in the community yeah. we're doing all the other stuff too you guys like we're doing the the facebook live workouts on our page and p- having people invite their community into those and mm-hmm. just doing everything else that you're supposed to do but the, as far as things that we can monetize the virtual play has been really good for us right yeah you, you know what too like what a lot of people don't realize you know everybody sees their direct competitor as their only competitor, right? So like if, if you're personal training, you're looking at the other personal training studios, your only competitor. If you're yoga, you're looking at the other yoga studios, your only competitor. But in reality, when it comes to marketing, you're not only competing with, you know, a direct competitor, you're not only competing with fitness in general, you're competing with anybody that wants to run ads to that same 33-year-old mom of two that lives within, you know, five miles of your studio. So you're competing with, Hair salons, you're competing with daycares, you're competing with uh, restaurants, dentists, chiropractors. I mean, every everything that wants to have that ideal person that's between 35 and 55 years old, they're all running ads. And by the way, that's the most popular demographic for most small businesses. So when, when we're in an economy like this and restaurants are not open and barbershops and hair salons and massage therapy places, all these places are closed down. If they stop running ads too, which is what most people do, they freeze up. They don't know what to do. It's kind of like, you know, when you see a glass falling off the table, there's two people. There's a person that just freezes and the person that like reaches arm out, arm out and grabs it, right? Yep. And so most people, unfortunately, freeze. And so they're just stopping everything. And for you, you go, wait a minute. So not only are most of the fitness people not marketing to her, but no one's marketing to her, which means in this bidding system called Facebook ads, Instagram ads, YouTube ads, all that – I'm competing with a tremendous amount of less people than I normally would to get in front of this person like I am. Yeah, 100%. And you think about like the value, right? It's like getting eyeballs is expensive for the very reason that you just mentioned. So if you told me, hey, listen, there's a, a time period coming up here where you can get twice or three times the eyeballs for the same amount of money, I would be all over that. So that's yeah. exactly what we're going through. So. I know it becomes, uh, you know, everyone's probably listening to this thing. Like, I bet you might call Brick ahead of time and, and teed this up, but it's so not true. I didn't even know that we were going to be recording. Mike <laughs> literally texted me and called me like three seconds later. But I would say this. I mean, Mike, you you have a marketing company. Yeah. Now is the time. If you have money, right, if you've, if you've got some, uh, you know, three months of, of uh, staying power, whatever that is, 
if you have money to market, now's the time. You should be turning up the heat. So if, if you know, if I was anybody listening to this, this is the time. Yeah, and to you start know, marketing. And you know what? Most of them do have. It, it, they don't feel like it because it's this hit of like business is very different now. But in reality, most of them can easily create that additional money because. Landlords are being more forgiving with 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 stopping their their rent. Um, also, technology companies like MindBody and Referize, or a lot of them, have already allowed people to freeze, but still use a software for a month. Um, you have less employee costs, possibly depending on what you're doing. If you have front desk and stuff like that, and you can't find a way to repurpose them right now, or if they pay by, by the hour, um, you have a lot of different things like water that you normally would pay for, and sanitizing stuff, and all that. If you're actually remote in your home, and now taxes can be pushed off till July. There's actually a lot of ways that you can decrease your expenses during right now. And what, what you should do instead, like Rick said, is instead of just going, okay, cool, I decrease my expenses, I can survive longer. You should say, well, wow, I can decrease my expenses. I can take some of those additional, that margin, and I can put it towards revenue generating activities. And now forget about staying open longer. I can thrive during this time, which is what it sounds like you're doing. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, listen, we're, we're as nervous as everyone else. So I'm not going to tell you that I've got this thing all figured out and that we're, you know, that we're stress-free. I mean, we're still, you know, we're, we apply for a line of credit and we'll probably do the SBA stuff just to get in the queue sooner. And I mean, we're just like everyone else, but the mindset is offense is the best defense. And I don't think it's going to last forever. I've been in business for 28 years and I've seen a lot of stuff, not this, right, but I don't right. think it's going to last forever. And I want to be in a much better place um, now, not not only for the revenue right now, but certainly when this ends and we have our sort of New Year's resolutions, but happening in the middle of July or hopefully May or whenever that time is, you know, you want to be the person that's in, that that's top of mind. And there's a lot to say for that as well. So, yeah. you know, get your ducks in a row and for gosh sakes, continue to market like more now than ever. You know, one of the things I've heard about you from so many people before I even met you and then I got to notice it after I met you was that you are actually a very savvy businessman. You're a business person. You understand business. And, you know, what you tend to hear, especially as you move up in the business world and you start meeting more entrepreneurs, successful entrepreneurs, what you notice is the top of the food chain, people that really understand business, they almost kind of look forward to a recession for certain things. Um, a lot of great employees and talent are going to be available during a recession. Acquiring other businesses or books of business are going to be available. Marketing costs are going to be a lot higher. You can buy things lower, cheaper, and then be able to uh, still be able to charge as much. So people that want to have events, you can you can get hotel spaces. You can get everything you need to for less and be able to still charge what you normally charge. Um, obviously, real estate stocks, all that stuff too. But a lot of intelligent business people look forward to recessions because they know that's going to be an opportunity. And usually the people that are not, that didn't invest that time and education on how to you know, really build a great foundation of their business, those are the people that tend to panic almost instantly. And that should be a good sign. So if you're listening and you feel really panicked and like you don't know what to do and you're freaked out and you have a hard time seeing opportunity, that's a good sign that you probably have a lot more to learn and that's good. And there's resources out there for you. And if you feel calm and you feel uh, prepared, obviously still doing due diligence like Rick's doing, absolutely still, we did the same thing, get lines of credit, loans, all that, um, just to prepare because that's part of being a good leader is staying prepared for whatever. Um, great. You're probably in a better position. But Rick, man, I've, I've heard that about you. And then I'll talk to you now in a moment where true character comes out. Um, clearly, your headspace is, is verifying everything I've heard about you, dude. So 
Uh, I appreciate you taking the time with me and sharing all you did. Hey, thanks for the kind words, Mike. I mean, we certainly don't have it all figured out, but I agree. You probably hear the excitement in my voice. Like to me, there's always opportunity and I've, I've been through enough, whether it's 9-11 or the downturn in the economy, 2008, 2009. Uh, we've always grown in those challenging environments. And it's because, you know, you do you do those a few times and you get a little time and experience under your belt. And you're like, listen, all of these things are opportunities. The key is just to keep the growth mindset and to try to identify what those opportunities are. And, you know, yeah, it's going to be hard, but like, shoot, it's hard anyway, right? I might even be harder in a good economy. So it's, it's just one of those... Uh, those deals where you just got to get your head around it and then pull up your bootstraps and get out there and fight, man. It's like, that's what it's all about. This is when you earn your medal. Like we'll find out the real owners, right. Mm -hmm. Um, and the, and the folks that are, they're really got a little bit of uh, gumption, if you will, Mm -hmm. uh, or not, you know? And so now's your chance as an entrepreneur to prove it to yourself and your team and your community and customers and everything that you got what it takes. So, you know, step up to the plate and get with loud rumor and spend some money on marketing. Love that. Love it, man. Love it. <laughs> Mic drop. Thank you, Rick. I'll give you commission for that. I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, whatever. <laughs> I don't need it, man. I just hope I want the whole industry to do well. Listen, at the end of the day, like Same I'm here. savage in my market. Like if you're uh, a mile from me, I'm I'm probably going to market you out of business. But so be it. You can go open somewhere else. But overall, for the industry, I'm I want everyone to do well. There are plenty of people to go around. So anything that you need, Mike, or any of your guys need, you can reach out to me directly. I'm here to help you, Rick. They, that means so much to me. Thank you. And thank you for contributing to the group like you did. Um, a lot of them need it. They don't have the experience and the, the knowledge that you do. And and those little two cents that you put in here or there, that really helps. So thank you. All right, buddy. Listen, good catching up. Have a good weekend. Same here. Take care, Rick. Bye. All right. Cheers. For everyone listening, hope you enjoyed it. Rick Mayo's awesome, very intelligent business owner, spoke at GSDCon, had him on our podcast, contributed to Loudrumer Virtual Training. Um, and, and, uh, man, any way I can learn from Rick, I always do. And I'm glad you guys got to as well. Enjoy your day.